Welcome. 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 To views from the bridge. 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 This season, it seems like it's been Philly versus everybody. Do we want to be a good team or do we want to be f-ing great? Shabelka. Back to Fontana again. Good ball, Matt Riel. Good combination. Shabelka. Back for Shabelka. He'll see that shit. What a goal. Oh, boy. And he dips the old on your bike. I want you to take the field and remember two things tonight. Number one, this is our house. And number two, this is now our conference. It's Philly or nothing. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Views from the Bridge. Your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. Uh, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network Podcast, BGN.FM, as well as Roughneck Scarves. Your home for uh, scarves. All of them. For every team. And I know you have free time, and I know you've been wanting to do something with that wall. Get a scarf rack. Get it going. Roughneckscarves.com. Uh, hiya, I'm your host. Mathematically proven to be most of the time your host, Evan Balala. Here with, uh, with the whole gang. Because when there's a quarantine, no one has anywhere to go, so you can't, you know play hooky on hey i missed it i actually missed a quarantine podcast that's true i think we yeah well there should be (laughs) uh, no excuse there should be no excuse but there is uh introducing first my foil as always chuck booth is here hello (laughs) leave it to leave it to the gays to be just at each other all the time right i mean yeah, I mean, you're trying to take um, Paul's place as person who I'm most likely to fight on the pot. I'm trying, but he does a really great job at keeping up with that as far as his soccer <laughs> takes go, so I think I'm safe. I have a monopoly on that. You do. Um, hey, let's take a risk, speaking of board games. It's uh, the person Chuck wants to fight most in this podcast, Paul Katrina Jr. Hello. Hey, bud. Um, are you never using the Postal Service again? Uh, not after this experience. Right. Whew, 19 days yeah. waiting for a Nintendo Switch to get to my house. You could probably cased out a GameStop, learned how to lockpick, picked their lock, went inside, and got a Nintendo Switch quicker. Yeah, but that would require me to Learn develop skills skill. yeah. And, yeah. 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 and hone <laughs> my talents. I mean, you have time. Um. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, I would like to update that I'm recovering a little bit better than I was mm. last podcast. Great. So it's definitely been on the uptick. And now the fact that I can play Animal Crossing and forget about my current life yeah. is very nice. It's good. It's good. Hey, uh, speaking of playing Animal Crossing, Justin Ashcraft, he's here. I have, I have not Had played to... Animal Crossing yet. Man, your transitions have faltered in quarantine. You know, when there's not any new soccer-related material to make transitions about, and the only thing that is out there is either, like, USL E-League or the union signing an eSports guy, you know, it's it's rough sledding out here. I have a question, though. Um, Was that... Did you actually get your scarf rack from Roughneck Scarves? No, I didn't. But, uh, you know, I mean, you can get a lot of the 
scarves on the way the way you said that from, i thought you were you i know, thought you were insinuating that you got your scarf rack from no but i know it's a common thing for supporters to want to yeah. hang scarves off things so one thing you could do is actually build your own scarf rack you and the money really you save could. not buying one yeah. you could buy more scarves from roughneck scarves that's true you if could i not. had tools and wood and woodworking ability mm. i would build my own mm. Scarf rack, but I don't have that in this season of time. That's a move. That I can't go anywhere. You know, wanting to do things and save money, but needing I plan to. to skills. I, I plan to do that when I'm eventually in a house and not an apartment, so I mm. can use power tools and not have to clean up as much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, last week Paul Catrino Jr. Uh, over there stuffed the ballot. This is ridiculous. Right, I love, listen, I, I love, no, for no, your no, visual no. reference of the week, I like how before you start to talk shit, you put a hat on backwards. Yeah, because I because I, I know I'm gonna have to go into battle. Noted, noted fake hooligan Paul Catrino Jr. stuffed the ballot last week by starting an old. I fans. spread the word of our podcast by messaging a whole lot of people and going, "Hey, we did a thing where we picked some lineups. Hey, vote and if on you're this done, so why don't you just go ahead clout. and vote yeah, for it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did we set a prize? Is there a reason that I needed yeah, to win? You got, like, like do I really for this week or whatever? Well, I did win, so <laughs> yeah. thanks for all the people that voted for so, me. I didn't ask you to, but okay. man, you're, you're really smart soccer people who just picked a really good lineup and I, I, now I'm going to go two for two. Like <laughs> yeah. these western lineups are I mean, okay, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for that acceptance speech. We played you off 10 seconds ago. Uh, but as as he alluded to, as he alluded to, Paul will try to go two for two this week against uh, the rest of us again. Uh, imagine. That's like a format now. Um, we did the same thing that we did last week, essentially, for the Western Conference in the MLS. Uh, with the one caveat that was hastily agreed upon, without my consent, by the way, um, over group text that Carlos Vela is uh, off limits. Yeah, I mean it, it's kind of a given that you know there's so many good players on LAFC, yeah. but if you're trying to build the best lineup possible, you're going to pick Carlos Vela in that spot. And we and all did. So. Yeah, I mean, we to all be did. Fair, we all had him in the lineup, so to make it a little bit more of a variation, so that people have something to vote on. We're taking him out of our lineups. Yep. I also yeah. really like yeah. that without Vela in my lineup, I could not play a 4-3-3 so <laughs> yeah it really did mix things up. i was really like worried about the direction we were going to go in that regard mm. and all it really took was a simple switch on my end but i can imagine it shook up a couple formations uh so yeah let's let's do this i believe last week we did formation and goalkeeper first right mm, no we did formation and our subs. bench and, and subs manager. and coach. Okay, coach. got you. And that was last, yeah. right? That I mean, was, we did that we first. We do whatever we yeah. want because... Yeah. There are no rules. So let's get In that quarantine. out of the way, I think. Because then once we have our formation set up, it'll be easier for people to figure out what we're doing. Even though we will have a visual aid for them by the time this drops. Absolutely. So, that being said, gentlemen... Uh, let's start with Justin, I suppose. Okay. Um, I am playing a 5-3-2. Love it. Or a 3-5-2, however you want to, whichever way you want to call well, that is fine. You, what's, yeah, what's with this defender love? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll see. 
Just don't worry about it until the end of the... He's like, man, uh, I really want to put Austin Trusty in this team, but... Yeah. Do not have Austin Trusty in this yeah. team. Um, my manager is one Tab Ramos from Houston. Uh, mm. Obviously, I feel like he's a quality manager who's done good things with the U.S. youth teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and my subs, uh, Diego Valeri, mm-hmm. uh, Diego Rossi, and <laughs> the go Diego go bench. Yeah, and Paxton Pomical. Wait, what? If There's you only said two subs, if you said Diego Chara, I would. I said I. We said three subs, and your third is a free. Is a free. I didn't know we had fully agreed I, on that. That's Chuck, what you I know said. You can find a third message. sub in like two seconds. Come on. Yes. Um. That, you can go last anyway, yeah. so you can take your time. Great. <sighs> here, here, Chuck, to take lo- lo- Just love when things get switched up. Switched oh. up. This was an hour and a half ago that I texted that. <laughs> yeah, you also could have read, you know. That would have been neat. I didn't know that we agreed on that one. I just knew yeah. that we agreed on the no Vela. He was too busy trying Fine. to push through that Vela bill that no one <laughs> yeah, noticed that, that, that the second that wall piece of really... legislation was three subs. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I'll go so you have some time to uh, look up something hastily, Chuck. Um I'm rocking a 4-3-3, keeping it a little conventional here. Mm-hmm. My coach is uh, GBS from LA Galaxy, Guillermo. Uh, big fan of his accomplishments. Uh, my bench is Eddie Segura from mm. LAFC, uh, Albert Rosneck from Real Salt Lake, wow. and Lucas Cavallini from Vancouver. Nacional product came up through Puebla and is easily Vancouver's best player. <laughs> Easily. Um, and hasn't played a minute yet. <laughs> I love that, and I'm going to spin off that. Uh, we have a 4 2 3 1. Matias Almeida is your manager. Mm. Because if he can work wonders with the San Jose Earthquakes until the end of the season, he can work wonders with this team. Good um, looking man, until too. Until the end of the season, and he's a very sharp dresser. Mm. Underrated quality yeah. in a coach. Um, certainly wasn't going to pick Bob Bradley with his tracksuit nonsense. <laughs> Your subs. My pick for the Vancouver Whitecaps best player, Jordi Reyna. Okay. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, that's cool. Your other subs, uh, Nashville's Dax McCarty, and uh, and Big Packs, Packs and Pomical. Nice. Who, Very nice. Um, likes Chick Fil A way too much for me to rate him that high as a player. But. It's the Mark Folds of MLS. Paul, who's your first sub? Uh, Eddie Segura. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chuck, was that All sufficient? Right. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I've got it. Um, I, too, went with Almeida as my coach. Yeah. Um, just because I want my team to punch other teams in the mouth. And mm. that's basically the way that he tries to roll with San Jose. So we're going to go with that. Um. Diego Chara is yep. going to lead off my bench because I don't think he can should really go 90 anymore, but no. he should be in your team. Jonathan Lewis, number two on the bench. Mm-hmm. And then also another earthquake, Christian Espinosa, number three. Man, very nice. What's your, what formation are you playing? Oh, yeah, that thing. Um, I'm playing a 4-2-3-1. 
Interesting, interesting. All right, Chuck, so why don't you go ahead and start with the back? Um, I am starting my Whitecaps player <laughs> in, uh, I guess, is it Maxime Crapo? Yep. Mm-hmm. I really thought about it and then went, nope, that's... Um, actually, in the back, between that and right back was my toughest decision because it was rather whether to put Vega or Crapo in um, net mm. and then uh, Lima or Nowerski at right back. Yeah. Okay. Um, Roman Mantayer is uh, at left back. Walker Zimmerman and then Reto Ziegler are my center backs mm. because I like center backs with score. And this team is going to be a nightmare when it comes to who is going to take a free kick against you. And then mm. Nick Lima playing his actual position, not left back, um, rounds out my back line. Very nice. I had Metan uh, can kind of play both sides, so that does work out pretty well. He was he was my pick. La- Remember last year when we did if you could take one player off of yep. any team and put him on the Union, he was my pick for the Ray Gaddis replacement because he's just so friggin' versatile. But it was tough not picking him for this lineup. Who's up next? Uh, yeah, Paul. Uh, do you want to keep Edwin. going since you've already said your left back? I didn't. He didn't. I didn't pick him. I just said I didn't pick them. So, all right, I'll, I'll go. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, my goalkeeper is Clint Irwin from Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to pick someone from there. Uh, from did, left to right, I have Daniel Lovitz from Nashville. Hey. I have Ike Opara, Minnesota. Osvaldo Alanis from San Jose. So, I'll uh, known from Guadalajara. And then Reggie Cannon from Dallas. Big fan. Big fan. What we're doing back uh, there. Justin, I'm going to go next only because both of my fullbacks are Paul's fullbacks. Okay. <laughs> that makes it easy. So, goalkeeper Tim Melia. Left back Daniel Lovitz. Right back Reggie Cannon. And then my center backs, I'm lovingly referring to as, hey, it's that name, but it's spelled wrong. In Justin Glad with an E and Austin with an <laughs> O, trusty. <laughs> um, <laughs> um two gentlemen that have both their first names misspelled. Very it's true. True yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Justin's, <laughs> um, I Chuck also went with Crepo in net. Um, and then my left back is Daniel Toya yep. from RSL. Okay. My center backs are the U.S. men's national team boys in Matt Hedges, Walker Zimmerman, and Matt Beasler. Mm. And then my right back is Metinier. Cool. Cool. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. I like that in the 352. What you doing there? Um, I can go next with my midfield in one second. Sure. Most definitely, vamp, yeah. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Um, <laughs> um, hey. How should we do midfield since... Um, we should mention again what our formation are, is, just so people get an idea of how. Well, I just mean happening. since some people are gonna technically have a five man. Yeah. Field. Justin, do you th- you put your your five as two fullbacks, right? Like two wingbacks. Yes. 
Yeah. So then let's just do the three center mids for midfield. And then do the wides and your attackers. Yeah, and then either do your... Yeah. Okay. okay. Your, yeah, that works. Yeah. Sounds good. Your three or All right. your two and one. All right, cool. Uh, my center mids, so um, kind of playing two, two defensive center mids and an attacking mid, sort of. Uh, we're going to take Judson from San Jose, uh, Jonathan Dos Santos uh, from Galaxy, and Nicholas Lodero from Seattle. Very nice. It was really hard not to pick Johnny Dos Santos. did mm. wonders for me last year in fantasy. Oh, that fantasy league. So, so <laughs> much work. So, so much work. <laughs> Um, God, Ev, what you what you rocking with? What, what you got? Uh, Jackson Yule, Young Gregush, and then I put Latif Blessing in the in the ten. It was so hard not taking Gregush. Oh man, Latif Latif at the ten. I like that. Cool. Transfer um, has him as a as an attacking midfielder, so. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> I know just attacking. Like, like, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, attacking ish. Um, yeah. Ev, uh, the uh, the USL side of me was really, really, really trying to figure how to put Mark Anthony K in this oh, lineup. Oh, I most well, definitely want to go with like yeah. Max Trapo, Mark Anthony K, and like. Yeah. We might as well just go into the fact that I'm leading with Mark Anthony K. Yeah. Uh, my midfield. Oh man. There you go. I just love watching him play. He's so, so much. Good. Yeah, um, and knowing that I have Diego Chara to back him up, if anything is to yep. go wrong, that's rough. Made that such an easy choice. Um, as my other defensive-minded midfielder, I have Illy Sanchez from Sporting Kansas City, mm-hmm. mm. and then Albert Rusnak is running the ten. Yeah, nice. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's really that's filthy. A good, that's a good midfield. Cool. I got Diego Chara mm-hmm. at my defensive midfield, uh, and then going to be since I'm going four three three, I kind of two, not really a set ten, just kind of some central mids to run it. I got Ladero from Seattle, mm-hmm. and then Tomas Martinez, new guy from um, Braga River Plate at Houston. Uh, definitely a fun prospect. Definitely would excited to see how he plays this year. But you know, going off of how he played in Braga, I was like, yeah, yeah, give me, give me that, give me that boy. Uh, and then, guys, whew, to round out this attacking force of a mm-hmm. squad, my left wing Diego Rossi, yeah, my right wing Christian Pavon from LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. and my striker Alan Pulido from Sporting Kansas City. Dig it. Oh man, Shiva, they're trusted the, at Sporting Kansas City striker. That the is a menace dangerous from Shiva. Game. Hey man, this is the first. This Sporting is going to break Kansas the curse, City. man. Polito <laughs> is going to break the curse. Double digit goals this year. It is happening. What if we only play ten games? Technically, yeah. He had a chance. Technically, he had a chance. Technically, I think your lineup's illegal, actually, because you have two SKC people in the starting lineup. So I most certainly, I most certainly do not. Where? Opara. 
Plays for Minnesota, my dude. Jeez, that's right. Oh, you had me scared there. No, it's okay. I know, Justin. I know my lineup is my lineup is really good. You can be nervous and try. I'm not nervous as much as you want. I'm not nervous. Okay. You really sound like it. Not just and then having to forget both of the teams that he's gone to since um <laughs> like oh yeah yeah you're like wait what what team is he even on anymore yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was actually excited when he was on nashville i was like oh good mm. <laughs> there's my nashville player <laughs> i thought sorry i thought maybe a part i i don't remember i thought you had said another skc person in the starting lineup maybe i, I was wrong obviously so sorry I mean, you were wrong, but it's okay. No worries. We don't need to. Apologize. I said sorry. <laughs> and I'm saying okay. All right, Ev. Who you got up top? Um, well, my forward is Raul Ruiz Rui Diaz from Seattle. Nice. Nice. And then I was trying to work him in somehow. On the Just left wing. No, like in in fantasy booking 2020 MLS season world, he would in no way, shape, or form be anywhere close to like a best eleven for for the Western Conference. But uh, if he still played for Chicago, he would have been my Chicago representative, Alexander Katai. Mm. And then my mm. right wing, uh, maybe quietly one of the best um, right wings in MLS, and I think he is a very undervalued. South American on the Portland Timbers squad, uh, Sebastian Blanca. Nice. Nice. Because how fun uh, would it be for Latif Blessing, Sebastian Blanca, and Raul Rui Diaz to be on the same team? So much fun. Um, it'd be interesting. It would be. Yeah. 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 You'd I... play absolutely zero defense between the three of them, but the goals <laughs> they could potentially score. Yeah, it's almost enough to like I, run up a team at halftime and then just kind of yeah settle in. The, and that's the Almedia way. So, giving the guy <laughs> what he wants. Not bad. Not bad. Chuck, who you got? Um, in showing his versatility, I have Nico Ladero on the left wing. Yep. Ooh. Um, Christian Pavon is on my right wing, just giving me an insane interplay between my front three realistically mm-hmm. um and then mara minotas is banging yeah. them into the back of the net i thought about it nice damn it <laughs> 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 i really thought i got away with what i was like yes i got one player in and then i couldn't find the houston player on your squad and i was like dang it <laughs> it was so hard between minotas and albert elise well, my forwards is Minotas and Jonathan Lewis. Cool. Oh, damn. I got both your forwards. Yeah. Chuck put one of your forwards on his bench. How does it feel? Uh, I, I mean, mean, I know it's Jonathan Lewis, so, like, pretty great. I mean, so, I mean, we both had Lodero on the field, yeah. so it's, like, where you put Lodero. Um, and obviously, formation-wise... Lewis is probably on his bench. For me, he was in the lineup. I would have loved. I would have loved to start Jonathan Lewis. Um, unfortunately, he's just not as good as my starters. <laughs> it's a these good are problem t- to have. These are tough lineups, man. 
Yeah, yeah, this is definitely I'm you impressed, know, guys. a battle, for sure. And I, I definitely like the diversity in, as opposed to the East. The East did feel pretty. Yeah, because there's like, there's two or three top guys on every East team. It's just like, you just have to find a way to work them in somehow. Mm. And you're sacrificing in a couple positions. They're like, half of the positions in this Western Conference... There's like five or six choices from each one that like really make sense and well, and I feel like there's like really good players that can play four or five different positions in the West a lot more than there are guys in the East that can play that many positions like effectively. Yes. Like you yeah. can put Mark Anthony K like anywhere from center mid up, and I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I also like that I was able to pick wings in the West. You know, it's like right, like actual just... like. Yeah, like actual wingers, you know. Um, I wanted to pick like the entire Minnesota United team, and it was very hard to not do that. What? Um, Well, that's illegal, so that would have stopped you right there. Kevin Lamino, Molino. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, even Lod is a very good central midfielder. Mm. Gregos, and then they have plenty of bench options with their million forwards. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I I was trying to figure out how to do that too, but couldn't couldn't figure out. I I do like Minnesota's forwards a lot. Um, anybody else with any insight into their team? It's hard. Like, I feel like both yeah. both weeks. Like, I have both. Like, I I have spreadsheets, right? You know that I made to try to figure this out as I was like putting the teams together. <laughs> I feel like both weeks it's like, do you, and this is like a challenge for any time you're building a lineup. Mm. It's like, do you go a, a sexy lineup or do you go like a lineup that works, right? I think like Hedges, Zimmerman, Beasler for me, like are three solid center backs. Right. They're not the se- they're not the sexy center backs. No. They're not the center backs that everybody goes to in the Western Conference. So like, oh yeah, they're really good well, and have a lot of versatility or a lot of talent, but they're like, they're gonna defend well, so like, mm. but it's like, so it's hard to like figure that out. Pomacall was another one that I was like, kind of want to put in the lineup, but like, is that like, flash? There's clearly is that current so flash? Yeah. Ladero's just better right now. I just now. realized yeah. a very awkward thing with my lineup. Okay, what did you realize? So literally everyone on my lineup basically is a threat from set place. Do I have someone to target on set place? <laughs> <laughs> no, no you don't so like i don't think but, you do but if you play you know pep guardiola style just passing into the net who but, cares um but just like having opara on this team makes it 10 times more dangerous even if it would have meant that i would have needed to find another left back and replace reto ziegler but luckily um both of my center backs ladero rusnak are all extremely dangerous from direct free kicks and Ily Sanchez is perfectly fine at taking every penalty. Yeah. I'm just going I'm just going down like the deep Argentinian roots on my team and yeah. with GBS in charge, I'm just like, oh my god. Like well, team would run oh, also, rampant. I only drafted one American period into this entire team. This oh two actually. Uh, for, I forget. I just forget that Lima is actually U.S. Men's National Team eligible because of his last name. 
<laughs> Wait, don't you have? You no. have Zim too. Oh, so you have That's... three. I know That's he's so good. True. You don't think that he's an American center back, but Walker Zimmerman is an American. Center. Well, it's also just weird because <laughs> the U.S. is so deep at center back. Yeah, that yeah. like. While Walker Zimmerman should realistically get more looks than he does, well, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Wait, the U.S. is deep in mediocre center backs. Is the problem with the U.S. team right uh, now? And and boy, do the people in charge of the national team love playing mediocrity. Matt Miazga is the future. Matt Miazga, Matt Miazga should have been the future if he never went to Chelsea. Paul, uh, thank you for yeah. for bringing up uh, high praise of mediocre center backs. Uh, one of Kurt and I's inside jokes is, "Oh, it's going to be a really great year for Kurt Zuma at Stoke," <laughs> because that was a take you had when he was on loan at Stoke like three years ago, and we both laughed at you. It was a good year for him at Stoke. Yeah, he had a good year at Stoke. Yeah. What's your What's your yeah. beef? Um. What do you have in I the oven? I drafted him into almost every fantasy Jeez. team that I had. It's... I... Uh, okay. Listen, uh, I'm just as frustrated with the Chelsea center back situation oh, as the next guy. I'm not frustrated but... about it at all. It's fine for me. <laughs> I, am fr- I am very frustrated with the Cameron Carter-Vickers loan treatment. Mm-hmm. He just needs to be sold to a team no. so that he can no. at least attempt to become DeAndre Yedlin. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN um, 30 for 30 aiming for DeAndre <laughs> <laughs> what if we told you that an American fullback really 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 wanted to be good kinda wanted this, to be wanted to be fast <laughs> just like we do on our social media where we're just showing people yeah. hitting pong shots at home yep. also maybe a sprinkle of member Kobe the reality is yeah. for the u.s is like every time a half decent player comes along we make him out to be the future of the u.s men's national team hey, and the Justin, world cup savior of our team we make him out to be the next josh Sargent. thank you very much no josh Sargent. that's the problem with josh Sargent yeah, right now is everyone's expecting him to be mm-hmm. luis suarez at 18 or whatever everyone's expecting right him to be julian green justin <laughs> at age 16 Listen, did you guys do you guys watch the mls broadcast that they did the other day with um uh new england and dc playing each other and they yeah, had yeah. um taylor twelman and um aleko eskandarian yes uh yeah. like broadcasting it and they were um they got in a conversation in the second half on freddie adu and like what went wrong with freddie adu <laughs> And uh, it was just like it was really interesting just listening to Aleko, especially Aleko who played with him, right. yeah. like talk yeah. about. He was just like, what people don't realize is like there was a point where Freddie Adu was like really good, like a really solid player, mm-hmm. and then it just like fell apart. And it it's not like. It's not like anything really derailed him, so to say. It's not like there was that moment right. where Freddie Adu's career just like it would never be the same again. That's actually He's terrible like, that you. Can't I don't know how you lose that, that spark about. to be that like transcendent of a player. Mm. I mean, like yeah. we all re- we all remember like watching him. You know what? What was he? Fourteen when he signed for DC. No. 15? Fifteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Was he fourteen? Yeah, fourteen. Fifteen. Fourteen. 
And you look at the speed. You look yeah. at the ability to make plays. Mm-hmm. You look at that in general, and you're like, wow. If he plays soccer for even a couple more years, that's like... He's like top fifty player right yeah. there. That's like, what. That's, well, and that's what Eskandarian was saying. Eskandarian was like, "You didn't really, like. We pulled this kid off our bench at fifteen, and he just ran through teams at fifteen years old because he was like so fast and he had the ability to make plays well, and he had vision and all that kind of stuff." So and I think part of the advantage for those young kids that like no one knows, which here to, to try to tie it back to the union, part of the reason why finding guys like Kai and. Um, the team hasn't played in like five months, so names are not just coming to me. Uh, Glessness, and like even to a lesser extent, like I, I mean, it's been a minute, man. <laughs> and to a lesser extent, guys like Michi and and Ferris, where it's like if no one has tape on anybody, yeah, no, they have sure. to learn on the fly for sure. And you can mm. use that at least for a year to your advantage. The actual funny thing about watching that broadcast the other day when they got talking about Freddie Adu is Aleko Eskandarian was like, and people forget, like, he made that 2011 Union team better. And I was like, that's how bad that Union team was. Uh, that's a bar. It's like, it's like, yeah. I mean, he did, but. And people forget that. That team. It's like putting the young Italian kid on Will Ferrell's kicking and screaming team. Like anyone would have made that yeah. better. It's like, yeah, the really big, tall, vaguely athletic U nine kid made that team better, and you're like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the potent observation there. Hey, I like you. You know, we say that now. I would, I would love for you to be like, oh, Leko, hey, really bad Freddie do take like to his face. They um. One of the other questions they asked that was really interesting was, like, if you could take one player out of the current MLS and put him back into, like, early 2000s, late 90s MLS, like, who do you think would be successful and all that kind of stuff? It was interesting to hear the players that they they chose. Did you say Josie? I did. Because I 1,000% agree. (laughs) He would wreck center backs. Well, and, like... Everyone would try to get physical because no one was technical, and like that's all Josie Altador knows how to do. Yeah. At that, and like injure his legs. Yet he's still the best scorer the U.S. has yeah. right now. But like realistically, Bobby I'd want to see somebody like Rusnak just give him the work. Mm. That's true. Yeah, that'd be fun. That's or like, true. um, like what about like, uh. Like in his MLS prime, Sebastian Giovinco would be a just a night, just a nightmare. Oh fuck! It was like I don't know if you saw the video of um, uh, I think Kim McCauley at SB Nation posted a video of like Pele from back in the sixties. And oh yeah, and one of the replies it would, be, it would be that one of the replies was like, "Man, these defenses were garbage." And then someone yeah, was they like, just didn't know what to do with themselves. had all that space, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're right." But like, I feel like Javinko in like early '90s MLS would just be like, "I'll shoot from 30 and it'll go in every time. This is fine." But the 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 other thing about him back there is like, people had no idea how to pass. Like, I oh, saw better right, passes right, right, right. in high school. I've seen better pass in high school soccer than what I saw in some of those well, videos. We and were like, watching. that would be really funny because he'd probably just get really frustrated because he'd hit this like perfectly weighted ball from like 40 yards, and then like someone would be like. 
Oh, I can't. Like, I can't get on that. Yeah, it's like, it'd be like why watching did you like kick it over era, there? Era Connor Casey try to get through balls. It's like he's not going after it's like, that one. You're supposed to run there. He's like, but that's really far. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what like, somebody did, said have you about. Got, have you guys? That's what somebody Sorry, said no, about. Uh, that's what somebody said about Dodge Call to me a couple years ago. Was that like oh, Dodge no. Call like was just like the smartest player on the field? Yeah, the entire time he was with the Union, and he'd hit these balls that were like perfect balls, but. Our forwards had no idea how to get I on. I mean, them. that's like any of the like, like Madonna, Noguera, like Barnetta, like the Union have always had these like really. I mean, creative, yeah, but like really like visionary or like vision based midfielders, and like never really had the forwards that could exploit that because they always went for like tall target guys instead of like someone with a little bit of pace. Anyway, welcome it's back funny to what happen, It's what funny what happens when a formation is forced upon you and you're handcuffed as a coach. Yeah, I, I'm unsure what you're I mean, about. the problem is those wing players, like, the vision that I have is Andrew Wenger just dribbling the ball out, out of bounds. bounds. Oh, so yeah. Cool. Man, just like... <laughs> when you think of the great union wingers, it's like, wow, Fafa and Wenger. Cool. All right. Pontius. Pontius. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pontius was damn good. Bad. That was sort of Latou, Latou too, like his second round. Okay, yeah, for, yeah, out yeah. on the wing. Can we let's let, let me do let me try to do a thing here. <laughs> um, let's get out of here. Okay, we've done Eastern Conference, Western Conference, best elevens. The list is going to be a little short for next week, but I think off the back of that last discussion, do we want to try to do a Union best transfer slash? transfer that could have been slash worst transfer you're going to need to explain that in english yeah. uh so going through the the yearbooks and finding who we think is the union's best piece of business in one that didn't go well but that we were really excited for at the time and then another one that's just terrible sure. should we do top three for transfers in we can oh tr- those and terrible transfers let's be real there's a lot of terrible transfers there's many terrible Stephen Vittoria, Rice, and Bully, there's two. Bang. Done. Um, I think that For terrible really... transfers, we can't mention Mboli. I like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's quite possibly the worst yeah. for... It might be the worst, like, MLS ever transfer. Uh, I don't know. That would take some digging. It's close, but I don't think it's the worst ever because there's a couple that never even played a well, minute for their teams and say, then had to be cut. I think he's the worst out of people that have actually, actually played like consistent minutes. Well, the worst may have happened um last year with god damn it, what's his name? The striker for Portland that is uh oh, Fernando now Hardy. out of yeah. soccer for cocaine. Oh, no, um oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh Brian. Uh, Brian um Ruiz. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I mean I mean, I agree with you. Like, they're probably worse soccer-wise, but I think, like, the hype that the Union put behind him, Bully, and the, the oh, he he just played in a small tournament in South Africa. Like, that whole stick that happened, like, just made that transfer, like, even worse. Well, I think we have our topic for next week, though. Yes, we do. Cool. Mm, yes, nice. we do. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for for your support in this weird time. Hey, just a really quick reminder: uh, go support Icarus FC for sure. Um, he could use the help. And and just because you can't go anywhere doesn't mean you can't wear fire kits around the house. Just saying. 
Oh. Also, uh, limited edition joggers. I don't like the cuffs at the ankles. That's my only thing. I, That's I'm the point of. Buy... I mean, the point of joggers is that they have cuffs at the ankles. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just, um, I know I you can also it. very easily cut the elastic so that That's they fair. don't have those cuffs anymore. Damn, Chuck, putting on for Robbie. I love it. Um, I mean, I, 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 bought, I did as soon buy as, a pair. As soon as Chuck sent me that and I opened up the link, I was like, "These are gorgeous." Right. It, anyway, so I go support our friend uh, Icarus FC dot com Icarus FC PHL on the uh, on the Twitters and the face or in the Instagrams, um, and also uh, just real quick to plug us uh, Kofi dot com backslash VFTV pod, uh, and then uh, DSG entry dot com backslash vftv pod as well if you want to throw us any money in these uh, these downtimes if you don't totally understand i got it it's hard out there uh until next week be good stay inside for the love of god stay inside uh and uh, we'll talk to you soon vote for paul thanks for listening to another episode of views from the bridge we really couldn't do this without you listening if we if we made a podcast and had no audience we'd be insane um but the other people that we couldn't do this without is the beautiful game network it's written stuff it's podcasts it's other content it is involved it is grassroots it is independent and you should check everybody out bgn.fm is where you can find that uh if you're a fan of a usl side if you're a fan of an mls team if you're a big fan of women's soccer definitely 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 go bgn.fm and we would love to thank the network sponsors, first one, RoughneckScarves.com. They're the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. And the good news is you can get on that action too. So check them out. Try to get some custom scarves for your group or team, RoughneckScarves. That's with two Fs.com. I don't know about you, but I am tired of looking at the same exact cookie cutter kit from Nike and Adidas over and over again. And quite frankly, I could look at Icarus FC's jerseys all day long because they are works of art truly unique and super comfortable i mean you have to get one of these jerseys just try them out the way that the screen printing and stitching is done everything is just as you want it super comfortable material lasts long and you're not going to get better material and a better look for your team than from robbie over at icarus fc uh, he's absolutely easy to work with. Uh, they make custom kits, whatever you're looking for, at a very, very good price. So let him help you design the new kit at IcarusFC.com for any team or group that you can think of. You can find us all over the internet. You can find the pod on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite place is to find podcasts. To help find us, subscribe to the show, and always please leave a review or a like or whatever the thumbs up is on your form of podcasting. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at VFTV Pod. Let us know how you're doing and what you want us to hear us talk about. You can email us at VFTVPod at gmail.com. To help us keep providing you with content, throw us a couple dollars at ko-fi.com slash VFTVPod. That is ko-fi.com slash vftvpod. You can also grab some of our merch at dsgntree. Check out our merch at dsgntree.com slash vftv. For Evan, Chuck, and Paul, I'm Justin. Thanks for listening, and until next time, have a great day.